Welcome back, everyone. This is uh, episode two of Broadcast. Uh, we are. Uh, there's only two people here today. It's just me and Pranam here. Nicole and decided I... to go on a holiday and um, enjoy his life in Malacca while we're stuck here in home, trying to do a podcast. It's eleven thirty, and I want to sleep. So does Rashman. So please appreciate yeah. us. Thank you. Or not, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> or not, if you don't like it, we don't care. We're doing this anyway, because yeah. we just want to. Okay, so, today. Today. What are we starting off with? Let's, let's start off with, um, let's, let's just talk about uh, random stuff. Uh, we are talking about before, about happiness. We're going for this right, right today. So, and I um, I introduced a new word to Rashman today. Uh, eudaimonia, it's called. And um, we're talking about how, uh, like, how do how do how to be happy in a sense, but how to learn from your mistakes, or, or doesn't have to be a mistake. Learn from something that happened in your past and grow out of it instead of instead of a moving forward, like you know, ignoring it and moving forward. And uh, what I what I said was I I feel like I'm in eudaimonia. I don't think I'm fully in eudaimonia. Of course I am. I have like you know thoughts and stuff, but I feel like I am because you are. You are yeah, sorry. Eudaimonia is uh, is a philosophical term of happiness, but it's not happiness because it is from something like eudaimonia comes from comes when you work towards it. When you work for something and you get the result you want, you get eudaimonia. But but the catchphrase is that you're not happy with your results. Even though you are, you're not happy. You're not in eudaimonia because of your results. You are in eudaimonia because you learned in that process. So I'll give you an example. Like, for example, uh, you run from uh, here to, I don't know, somewhere, okay? Like, like a tourist attraction somewhere. And uh, for example, let's say you ran 20 kilometers, okay? Obviously, yeah. when you finish that, right, you're gonna be happy that the, at the fact that you ran 20 kilometers, right? It, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not everyone it's can a big, do it. Big deal. Yeah. But eudaimonia is something you are, it means like in, in this context that like you are happy with the journey you took, you're happy with the journey you took to reach that goal. It could be you training for months and months to do that um, running, or it could be just the, the journey, like, you know, when you started from here to, to the place you're going, tourist attraction, whatever, but the journey that, like, you know, it took for you to go there, that could be eudaimonia too. And it's, it, Exactly, like eudaimonia is not a word, like happiness is a word, but eudaimonia is a philosophy. It's ideology. Ideology of philosophy that, uh, that like, I think it drives me because 
past couple of months from my own experience i've been really really happy with myself even though like sometimes things aren't great but i have seen and learned how to move past them but learn from them and grow from them mm -hmm. yeah so that that's all about eudaimonia and today we want to go a little um especially i because i want to go a little like philosophy in this happiness thing because there's this thing going on i don't know if you know about it uh there there was this actor um, i forgot his name some some indian actor that uh died because he killed himself basically a suicide on his mm -hmm. own house and people ruled that because of depression um his name was susan singh rajput a really famous actor actually uh he killed himself and uh, because uh well there's a lot of drama between why he killed himself like depression and and there's this whole thing going on right now uh, it's about like you know how so basically if you go to instagram of any indian or any nepali person because it's that those people that affected the most you'll see like you know post or, or like insta stories like saying uh if you have any problems come talk to me or, or like you know talking or whatever but but it, to my eyes that's complete bullshit that's complete bullshit you don't just talk to someone and get happy or or whatever depression is a real thing it's it's not something you can just it, 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 it's something you can talk out of but it's not something you talk with like you know of course it's gonna help 100 i'm not denying that but i don't think people actually know what it is like for example i know like most of the parents indian parents um asian like south asian south asian parents kind of yeah not only southeast asia but south asian parents they don't know what depression is they <laughs> they aren't because to what i think because um like our teenage minds run way more than because we have so many things around us more things than they had and we get to connect with more people and people like some people are just complete shit like let's be honest and and that causes us some um trouble and mindset it's not only because uh like you met someone or something i'm not saying that but like mental illness is so serious and i don't like the fact that they are taking it like kind of i mean of course they're doing that because they they said they take it serious but i i personally believe that like you know it's it's such an important thing like please like educate yourself learn about it and try to help others before you just jump into conclusions because if for example let's say let's say let's say you don't have any problems right and um i come uh, you are uh, you post an insta story saying like um you can talk to me whatever and uh, well everyone has problems but like you're not depressed let's say or any um mental yeah, illness yeah. but um and then i have some right and then i come and talk to you because you told me to say would you think you would be like you know there like you have the right pathways to help me because you're not a therapist definitely you, know, you can make me feel better i i understand that and uh, like i would 100 be grateful for that but you cannot make me like get rid of something right of something on my mind it's not even like a disease because it's 
it's a thing that will be there if you don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, I, I wanted to talk about this mental illness, this happiness thing today because of that and a number of other reasons. And yeah, so Rishman, do you have anything to say? Well, when you were talking about your ideology thing, right? Yes. Um, I was thinking about the way that I approach life. Okay. And it's it's a bit different from the way that you approach life, obviously, because everyone has a different way that they approach things. Of course. But the the way that I approach life is uh like quite different from I guess most what most people would do because. I wouldn't say I leave everything behind. There's there's a lot of things I wouldn't say about the way I approach life. And obviously I haven't lived long enough to um, like know the full spectrum of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But, but with what what's happened to me so far, I think like I got a I got an okay grasp because I've lived through enough like weirdness to know that yeah. You gotta leave some of the crap behind and just, you know, move on with what's happening now. Um, do you forget about the crap that you left behind? No. I don't forget try not to. You yeah. try not to, but you try to try to ignore it basically. Is that yeah, what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm doing for. Yeah. Okay. So for my it's, it's I obviously it's don't ignore it as well. I what I do is, I I learn from it. I take it as a lesson instead of like uh, trying to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like if I did something wrong and uh, I realize it, a realization is very important too. And I realize yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I will take that as a lesson. I won't punish myself for doing something wrong. Right, Obviously, right. at the at the just at the moment, I would be like, "Oh, why are you so stupid?" Yeah, I am stupid for doing something wrong, but in the future, I will not take that as a punishment for myself. I won't do something even more dumb because I am angry at myself. Because anger is not something anyone should have. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe in. Of course, I'll get angry too. It, it's not like you know. For example, my sister comes and disturbs me, or I don't know, whatever. Or my mom tells me not to play games, or it doesn't matter, right? I'll be angry too. But I'm talking about like things that affect you in like a big way in life, right? And I personally believe that learning from it is more important than ignoring it. But when people say learning, they will just they will like they will they won't punish themselves for some the mistakes they did and will continue to do that mistake yeah for example i can give you like a like a let me think like a grade example right you like for example you fail a test and some people will learn from it won't punish themselves for failing the test and will try to be better but some people will feel, fail that test and be like Oh no, it's okay. It's okay. But then they will continue to fail the test. And that's wrong. Yeah, I get what you mean. That's wrong. That's what I mean. For me, like okay. As as how I approach the the, the things that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. it's like uh as a personal thing, 
the way that I've acted in the past is obviously like like the way that I've acted with people in my family. It's not the best way because I lash out in anger sometimes. So what I'll do to myself is I won't hit myself, but I would more like try and move myself away from that anger, try and like calm myself down. That may be the person I am now. I'm way more calm than I used to be before. That that's actually really great. Um, for me, uh, my main issue with like I could say this was last year and even like seven months, seven seven months ago, yeah, around that. I used to be very, and I'm talking very, very insecure about everything in life. Right. Like everything, I would be very insecure about it, and like that mostly fell on like trusting people and like the ability to the problem with me was uh i don't know it sounds very cocky for me to say but i was so nice to people and i didn't get the same nice back and i lashed out on myself over it and became more insecure mm-hmm. so even if i like if i met someone i would be so insecure about anything or like if if for example let's say um if, for example, I met a friend, right, and uh, and and like she didn't text me that day or something, I don't know, and I'll I'll be thinking, oh my gosh, she hates me, she she does that, whatever. Uh, no, it sounds very childish now because it's dumb. I don't know why I did that. I would I would be like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like it's fine, but at the same time, in my mind, it'll be running back. It'll be like, oh no, where did she take text me? And now, of course, I have those things too. Everyone has that, but. I don't let that control me. I've grown to mm-hmm. outgrow that. Imagine it was like a percentage thing. I have grown to be higher than that 50% of me thinking that something uh, like, you know, me being insecure to something like, I don't know, 20% or 15%. So that like, you know, I'm like, you know, 85% uh, or like, I don't know, 75%, like sure that I won't do it. I won't be insecure. Does that mm-hmm. even make sense? It makes sense because yeah. like insecurities are one of the worst things to have, especially, especially if you're with teenagers like a younger these days. Age. Yeah, it's teenagers a... have it like the worst because of the way that like high schools and stuff are put. Yeah, true. like at the same time, yeah, yeah, because everyone has like this mindset of like, oh, the popular kids are great and the not popular kids are uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're insecure about where you stand, then you won't ever be in either of those groups. True, true. The, the thing with insecurity comes with meeting with people and, uh, like, I know, like, um, for example, uh, let's say someone, like, starts dating in college or school. Like, it happens a lot. And the thing is, there are, I, I, I realize now that, uh there is this there's this uh like not mature immature kind of uh thinking about on people that um for example if they date someone and something bad happens they will not grow out of it but they will let that consume them mm-hmm. and that's that is itself a mental illness to let things consume you instead of learning from it 
and that's that's a big reason why a lot of the uh, high school relationships are short-lived yeah true it's like it's like small tiny problems that they magnify for no reason and it's this i don't know it, it depends on people too i cannot just say that for every relationship 100% but like i i i truly do believe that people um, like there's this immature uh, there, no the problem even with me i'm not saying i'm not part of it 100% i'm a teenager you're a teenager everyone has this problem the problem is <laughs> teenagers these days think that they are mature but them thinking that they're mature is immature you're right you're right yeah you see what i mean i had this um i had this friend in my previous school yeah. he was like he was known for being the most immature yeah so i'm i'm one of the people who would like uh, go to the go to the back of the class and talk to the person who never talks in class yeah so for for some reason i'm just that kind of guy yeah okay. and i talked to the guy who uh, was the most immature and i asked him like what what's your mindset on like things happening in class and all and what surprised me was he said that he thought he was the most mature out of all of the class and i was very confused on that mm-hmm. and that that was when i was i think in like in primary school somewhere there and like it completely changed the way i think because like if you think you're mature other people can think the complete opposite yep yep that's and it's not only what other people think. thinking about maturity is you being immature Mm -hmm. there comes a time when you do something because it's completely fine to do instead of Mm -hmm. you're doing it because even though you're not allowed or it's not respectful of you to do it right just like in uh, your case where you you had like a friend and you asked like you gave them something nice you wanted something nice in return sometimes it's more mature to just not expect something in return on my case i would like to defend that it wasn't giving something it was like giving love not dating was like friendship or something um and uh like it was, it was on my part to thinking that like um because i am i'm like one of this person like that that's like super close with everyone and for some reason mm-hmm. i just feel comfortable not not everyone honestly these days i've grown to not trust everyone because yeah. people are bitches god damn it you but, are completely uh, right but uh, I, I was like, you know, giving love to everyone and then not receiving it back. And then I was about to freak out. Like, you know, why am I not doing like uh, what, what I would think was um, if they're not giving me back, then that means I am doing something wrong. Even though I did the right thing, like giving love, but I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And also I had this mindset of like, if I give something, like you know if i give someone like a hundred percent love then i should expect hundred percent back and that was complete mm-hmm. bullshit the people have their own way like i i have to not expect everyone to be the same as me yeah i don't know why it's the, it's the same it's between the both of us. drama thing but yeah it, it's about this 
I don't know. Insecurity to me, it's a huge deal. And uh, I am glad that I, I think I can say that, of course, I, I think I can say that I mostly, I mostly got over it. But because insecurity is not something that, like, you know, just get over and then, like, you know, it'll never come back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something that almost cripples you in a way. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's weird. Because, uh, like, in our case, uh, like, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, in our case, I give you something you give it back to me in return. But like, I don't, for me, I don't expect anything in return. Expecting anything in return. I just no, do anything I feel like, because I feel, I like, feel like not expecting in return is not the right way as well, because, mm-hmm. because um, as I mentioned, like, uh, like, if, like, what, what I did wrong was I gave things to the wrong person wrong people wrong kind of people right so if i give someone like love friendship or whatever gift it doesn't matter anything i devote my time to them right then i expect them to devote it to but the thing is if they are doing something if they are devoting it back doesn't matter like if there's like a slight difference, you know? Whether it's 50% or 100%, at least they're devoting something. If they are devoting what they can, if they truly feel like they are devoting what they can, then that's something you should be proud of. That's what yeah. I think. And uh, yeah. And it all comes to overthinking, actually, all of this insecurity and that's yeah that's that's the problem with us having complex yeah it's it's just overthinking like overthinking overthinking everything yeah exactly like you you could be overthinking about uh i don't know like uh, i don't know like you're missing the bus or something i don't know like there's this problem with overthinking nowadays especially with um, Mm -hmm. teenage people and that's why i mean there's okay let me tell you, okay, there is a difference between listening to Billie Eilish when you're 14 and calling that depression and actually being a little older or something and having some issues in the past that got you, like like your divorce, your parents' divorce or something like that's something like I would understand, like, you know, that that's that, that's quite sad. And to be more frank, like, it's it's something um, like that can hurt you, and I completely understand that. But when you listen to Billie Eilish and call yourself depressed, I'll I'll probably want to slap you instead. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it's because you don't understand the pain that's happening like around in other areas. Like, yeah, I you don't understand the true pain of what's actually happening. Yeah, even if like I say like someone like someone let's say for example someone is not right not feeling well and I try to help them and uh, like I, uh, I I would probably say like I feel yeah or something but if I'm not going through what they are going then I'm not feeling it 100% because mm-hmm. everyone has different yeah 
if it's like something like a great like both of us got bad grades and stuff like that then yeah. we have a mutual understanding you can yeah, say yeah. i feel you that's yeah, a yeah. okay thing but yeah. if it's like someone has cancer and you don't and you say i feel you that's I mean, yeah. it's a big stretch of the scenario yeah. but yeah 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 it's weird it's a good analogy yeah so just for like ban mind what the person's going through if if they don't want to talk about it doesn't worry like it's their business if they like if you talk to them enough they may like open up to you yeah because i i feel like every human has compassion and, and they might just tell you what every human has compassion and a person giving someone compassion even though that pe- person is like you know i don't talk to i don't share my secrets to any one kind of person the compassion they're receiving will eventually let them to re- like tell you what's up mm-hmm. so that you can help but at the same time like if they have like uh, any problems like depression doesn't matter anything it's it's better to get like a therapist and this is something i want to concentrate on like therapy many people many uh parents doesn't matter where you're from they don't believe in therapy and it blows my mind why don't you like do you think that there is no mental illness or whatever like do you think when someone says mental illness is like you know one of those people a psycho ward like you know when they've completely lost their mind it's not that mm-hmm. it's 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 so common these days that i don't understand why people like uh i don't know why people don't understand the effect a therapist can have on your life because those are trained people that can fix your life and i know it cost money yeah but my my mindset on therapists are like i i'd rather not have a therapist i'd rather like deal with my problems by myself if i can figure out how to deal with my problems by myself i'm like better off in life than there is a difference between i think i can figure out my problems and i can figure out my problems Yeah, yeah if you course. think you can figure out your problems but you do not figure out your problems and you don't as i said before if you don't learn from your mistakes okay you're not figuring out the problem you're ignoring the problem or worst case <laughs> scenario you're not ignoring it great but you're letting that consume you and that's even worse <laughs> way worse exactly yeah. so what i believe like i truly believe in therapy and uh, that's why there's this, like this whole meme going on like you know everyone from this century like the kids these days will go choose therapy therapy is like their subject because like you know they didn't get therapy and they're like oh my god psychology so fun <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like um some people rely a little too much on therapy though because like oh. okay it it's an even balance okay if you can figure something out by yourself yeah. it's good if you can go to therapy that's good too but if you can balance both of them out evenly 
strain on less strain on your life. You can even out the pressure. Okay, so yeah, I I was saying, uh, if if you can deal your problems out by yourself first, like figure out how to deal it out, then it's good. But if you can't figure out how to do it, or if you can't do it, if you can figure out but you can't do it, then you resolve to a therapist as your last option. I, I personally believe that therapy is not your last option. Like, it's not the end of the world, you know what I mean? It's, it's not the last option at all. It's just, I'm saying, if you can figure it out, then therapy should be your last option. Yeah, of course, but do you think, do you think people can figure out? Because it's not one problem. It's, um, like, mental illness these days, it's, um, it's like this one huge factor. And that there are there there are like subtopics there, and uh, like you know people would be affected by one of them. It doesn't matter; it could be a new one or something that's already very common. But they're affected by it. And but the thing is, there are always these main factors that affect that subtopic of which they have mental illness on. And uh, if you think you have only one, then great. Like maybe you can try to like you know like you know solve that problem but at the same time because many people have many problems not that one problem and i feel like therapy is a way to solve that and people should definitely try it if you are having problems please go to therapy <laughs> and this is sponsored by this therapist <laughs> dr sumwekom <laughs> I'm basing I'm basing all of what I'm saying off of um, my own experience. Yeah. So everything I say, like take it with a grain of salt because this is what I've been going through. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff that happened in the past, like everything weird in my life was in the past, and I'm leaving that in the past, but keeping some of the things that I know that I don't want to re- repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, that that's a great way to 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 remember something and learn from it instead of dragging it, letting it drag you down. Yeah, because like if you keep on to that like burden, you're going to be carrying way more and that's not going to lift you up in any way at all. Yep, yep. It's like tying weights to a balloon. It's not going to fly if the weights are still there. you got to cut those weights out. Yep, yep, yep. A very good But you don't want the balloon to fly too high, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I still want to talk about this uh, eudaimonia thing because it's something that interests me a lot. Uh, it's it's not about eudaimonia now, but it's just been on back of my mind for many times. Like um, this meditation thing, right? Uh, <laughs> I've heard people say that meditation can, like, you know, take you to the real world that uh, you are like for example those those monks that meditate like all time all the time they have <laughs> a better sense in life than us they are more sensitive to things around them than we would be right for example let's say 
you are sitting on a tree, under a tree, and then the monks is sitting behind you, and you're both meditating. Mm -hmm. You live in a city life. You have things on around your head. You're going on everything. Blah blah blah. And that monk lives in some some kind of monastery in uh in like you know in the mountains and uh like hills or whatever. And then uh is away from the real world, the the modern world. To be honest, mm -hmm. they say they can feel stuff more than us like for example if there's the ant crawling there you wouldn't be able to feel it but he would and that that really let me think to like what our mind can achieve to uh not not to something we can see but something we can sense <laughs> to to this uh, subconscious level because um, I don't know if this is a good example, but uh, like I don't remember three years ago, four years ago, I was in this uh, training thing for mind subconsciousness. I would call it. I'm not sure. But basically, at that end of the training, I was able to. Okay, let's say I blindfold you. Okay, <laughs> completely cannot see anything. And uh, I give you, like, uh, let's say, like Uno card, right? Okay, I give you a bunch of Uno cards, like five Uno cards, <laughs> and then uh, you're blindfolded. I I give it to you on your hand. Then you will feel the Uno card, right? You will scratch over it, you smell it, you lick it, whatever. You'll use your senses okay. instead of except for seeing. And you will tell me what color it is and what number it is. It sounds weird, yes. but I did it. I was able to tell colors without seeing. Mm -hmm. There's still that, um, what they did was, okay, so their theory is based on this middle lamina of our brain. So you have your left brain and your right brain, right? Mm -hmm. And there, apparently, there's this thing in the middle that uh, when you're like three years old, it dies away. It doesn't die, but like it just uh, it, it just doesn't work anymore. Basically, it has no use. Mm -hmm. And uh, what they did was they like awoken that middle part of your brain. Okay. Okay, and that was through special, they don't make me sleep wearing headphones that, that like uh, just play this sound, um, the scientifically made sound that, that that triggers like the middle part of my brain. And like mm -hmm. I can, I could feel the trigger, like I could feel the ripples being made on the middle of my brain, on the forehead, like middle of my forehead, basically right above, right between, right Okay, imagine between your eyebrows and just go up a little bit and there will be there like this feeling of ripple. It was so weird. I, I was, and um, you're supposed to be 15 or lower to do that. No, it was actually, no, it was, uh, I remember correctly, it was 13 or lower to do, do that thing, to the, go through that thing so that you can uh, properly be able to sense everything 
I was 15 mm-hmm. at the time, if I remember correctly. Or, or no, it, I was a little younger, but I was above the age, right? That's why I couldn't yeah. complete everything. So at the time, when I got out of the training, you're supposed, basically, they could blindfold you and they can give you a picture of someone and then you can literally just like tell who it is. Of course, you need to know that person. But yeah, you could be able yeah. to sense it and then tell who it is. Or they could give you like this newspaper or something and then you can just sense it and then you can read that newspaper without seeing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've tested it out and it works like most of the time. Yeah, you guys did test it out with me, but uh, it yeah. worked most of the time because one, I didn't practice after that. Mm-hmm. Two, I uh, I was, as I told you, I was too old to do that. And uh, like when I got out, I could basically tell colors. I could tell numbers too, but it was like, you know, huge fonts kind of thing. But then I just practiced and then it didn't really work. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I do that, even like right now, I, I have to concentrate for like, five minutes or so complete silence and then i just just think about nothing blank and then like the middle part of my brain just starts ringing like you know just like mm-hmm. i feel like there's like a ripple around like a circular ripple going around around it and then i just place my hand wherever i want and then i can just i can just smudge it smudge my hand over it and then i can smell it i can lick it i can hear it and then i can tell like for example if it's a green color thing i can tell it's a green color it's so weird because it works. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried it in like a year now, but it works. You you know what's interesting? Yeah. Blind people. Blind people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I find blind people, mute people, and deaf people extremely interesting. Okay. Cause they have amplified senses like they don't have a special sense they have amplified senses yeah 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 that's what i mean about this thing like i i was basically blind right blindfold me mm-hmm. i'm basically blind and i could sense yeah yeah i i believe like that's that's that was uh that was that was my point of like how much the brain can do Right. Mm-hmm. If you are, I, I believe in, if you are trained enough to do whatever, like you can achieve, and like, I know it sounds very cliche, like you can achieve anything, but yeah. when I'm talking about it, I'm talking about subconscious level and you can actually achieve anything if you set your mind to it. Makes that sense. Makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. That that, that doesn't mean like you can fly. I'm not saying if you flap your hands fast enough and often, and you'll you'll be able to fly or something. That's complete bullshit. But what I'm saying is, if you <laughs> do that, if you do something on a subconscious level by meditation, I I strongly believe in meditation. And if if you do that by meditation, by not thinking about anything and the only focus of your mind is nothing. Mm-hmm. You're feeling everything. You have yeah. to use all your senses. And if you use that, I think you would be a very, uh, very subconscious kind of human. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes sense. Cause 
what's what's going on in my head right now it's like i'm looking around the room and everything just like trying to look at everything but like things just click in my head because uh i'm looking at things if you're um if you're taken away from your sense of sight it it may take you longer to click but your click you, you will click it will last longer instead of no the thing is you will click even if you don't have sight yeah you will click it'll just that click lasts much longer than the click you have with sight yeah yeah i it's like yeah it's like a let's say you feel your table right now okay mm-hmm. and you feel something that feels similar to your table you'll remember the feeling of your table that you have at home so yes. that subconsciously is so much stronger than your sense of sight i can give you an example right now uh i did this i told you like some few years ago i don't remember the actual date and um when i was in china i did that to uh that they like i could i i tried to like you know engage like start off to do that the, the activity in in the school i wanted to show my friends and uh i i felt the table right mm-hmm. blindfolded and if you give me a series of objects and one of them is the table i can tell you right now which one it is because yeah. still remember how that table felt mm-hmm. like what like i'm not saying how that table felt like how that um how the thing the that texture. is texture of that of the of the wood that was i could feel it like right now you know what i mean right 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 it's like uh okay we all have dreams right huh we all have dreams yeah yeah some some people have like vivid vivid dreams like okay. dreams that are so real that you feel like you're actually in mm-hmm. and most of the things in your dream that you remember aren't even things that you see the things that you feel smell hear taste okay like it's those things okay like i i had a dream like quite some time ago uh the thing that i could remember was the feeling of a steel door like a like you know one of those submarine doors where you have to twist and like open the door yeah 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 i could feel that i could feel the i can literally feel it in my hands right now but like yeah, i could yeah, feel I the rusted the rusted uh iron or whatever it was and i could feel myself turning it and everything like that to hear the sound of the creaking metal and everything like that but the one thing i didn't remember from that the demons in that dream looked like cuz that was a nightmare okay it was a nightmare but it's a nightmare that i can remember for the feel not for the looks oh i see yeah the, yeah. the i i did hear some people talk about this on a, on a on a podcast i don't remember which one but the the did our brain like those feeling especially when you talk about feeling we're talking about um like feeling with your hands like sense of touch right yeah, yeah. apparently the brain stores that on this uh there's this like short term memory and long term memory kind of thing mm-hmm. and apparently it's supposed to store in the short term memory but there is some 
some problem and it stores in the long-term memory mm-hmm. and you just you know so like next time you feel something like it, you'll be like oh my god it feels like that right does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's about it we shouldn't end the podcast it's uh, it's above 45 it's above 45 yeah Okay, we can end it here because we still we still have so a lot much. to talk about. We can talk we about so like, much to talk about. Yeah. So, so stay in tune, guys. Stay in tune. This there may be a second part to this type ever. of podcast. Yeah. What did it say? Might be a second part to this type of podcast. Yeah, yeah. We could we could we could have a second part, part two or something. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. about it, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry if the audio was shit. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. Or, We'll, 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 yeah, it's all right. I'll cut that part out or something. <laughs> the lagging part. Don't worry, we don't cut like any information out or whatever. Like, because what we believe in this podcast is be completely frank with ourselves and be realistic instead of, you know, cutting yeah. things out and like, you know, I don't want to share this, whatever. No, no. Yeah. We're trying to be completely transparent here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that people, like, people, listeners can feel with us, you know? Does that make sense? Um, I'm sorry if the audio was trash, as I, as I said, um, because um, we don't have proper stuff, but we will fix it if we get, like, you know, some kind of recognition and people actually start, a lot of people actually start listening to our podcast. And Hopefully that would, that like, yeah, if we get funds, then we will do it 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as of now, it's something we enjoy doing. And 100% of later also, it will be something we enjoy doing. We're doing this now because we enjoy doing it and we want to share it to other people. So we're like, you know, listen, 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 whatever. But it's something we really enjoy talking about. So it, it's a podcast for that reason. That's why we want to be frank. We want to be transparent. We want to talk about what we want to talk about instead of you know following some guidelines or whatever. Yeah. And it's also kind of the right time to do everything like this. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's about it guys stay safe stay healthy and um don't overthink i, I know it's so stupid for me to say right now like don't overthink that's it depression solved <laughs> but uh try to learn from your <laughs> mistakes and that's even cliche like your mom will probably tell you that but uh try to yeah imagine yourself not overthinking about it and you'll realize that like oh my god that's so much better <laughs> like um keep your mind focused on what the bigger picture is because if you do that then all of the little tiny details that you have that are not really relevant they'll just get flooded out yeah and the thing is for me i would say when you focus on that bigger picture and you achieve that bigger picture and the journey you took to achieve the bigger picture is eudaimonia, as I said before. Such an interesting term for me. I, I love that word so much. I have to do more emphasis on that. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it was from Aristotle, and uh, he said happiness is something like it's not, it's different from eudaimonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name this episode eudaimonia. Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea. Oh, yeah. So, um, also, yeah. So, okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. It was nice having this chat.
it was really nice having this chat. It was a little different from science and everything, just philosophy. And I, I quite frankly love that. Exactly. I love thinking sadly about... Sadly, people couldn't be with us. Yeah, sadly, people couldn't be with us because he's having fun. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just kidding. It's fine. Uh, uh, sometimes maybe I have to go or something. It doesn't mean I'll be like, you know, something just mm-hmm. like that happens. It's fine. Uh, well, next time, it'll be all of us and we'll talk about stuff again. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. I said that like three times already. Whatever. Okay, bye.